0: Welcome to Beefmaster Banner. We're your hosts, Josh Morrison and Jared Strickland. How's it going, Jared?
1: That's going good. It's awful. We've had some really nice weather the last couple of days.
0: It's been nice. It's been nice. I don't know how it'll be when this uh, episode uh, releases, but it's been nice so far.
1: If I had to guess, it'll be hotter. <laughs>
0: there, there's no doubt about that at all, um, but it's kind of been enjoyable, so we'll take it. Uh, before we get started tonight, I'd like to thank some sponsors. I'd like to thank Jones Beefmasters. Uh, Mr. Clark, thank you for your support. Um, always have a good sale the end of June there. and um, Just always a good time. CNM Ranches, Chris Chick, the Chick family. Uh, be on the lookout for all their stuff throughout the year. They've got stuff in multiple sales. I'd like to thank Lissy's Beefmasters. Uh, They're in Texas. Um, there again, they've got a bull sale coming up this fall, so be on the lookout for it.
1: And also like to thank uh, the Emmons Emmons Ranch. Always uh, got some good cattle and selling, and uh, they got a sale coming up in August. Be on the lookout for that. Also want to thank uh, Beef Educational Endowment Fund uh, for our foundation for, uh, for our beef. Uh, they're always doing great things for 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 the breed. And then the uh, Southeastern Beef Master Breeders Association. Thank you for supporting us, and they got a sale coming up coming up in August as well.
0: Yeah, be sure to go see it. Uh, beginning to the episode tonight, uh, we have Mackenzie Lee, which is the president elect for the coming year, and Maggie Del Cerda. Uh, she is currently director, and she'll be running for president the following year. How are y'all doing?
2: Doing good.
3: Doing good.
0: Thank y'all for thank y'all for coming on um, and and taking time out of your evenings to do this with us and. Uh, Those of you that don't know, I should have said this is with the Junior Beef Master Breeders Association. Um, But if, you know, for starters, maybe tell a little bit about both yourselves, uh, the history in the breed and kind of how you got started and what you're doing now.
2: Um, My name is Mackenzie Lee and I'm 18 years old. Um, I'm currently going to school in Brenham at Blinn and I plan to transfer to Tarleton State University in the spring of 2024. Um, I'm an ag communications major and I am a first-generation beef rancher. Um, my name's Maggie De La Cerda.
3: I'm 19 years old. Um, I'm originally from Denton, Texas and I'm currently attending school at Texas A&M University where I study ag communications and animal science. Um, like Mackenzie, I'm a first-generation beef master breeder and yeah that's a bit about me.
0: <laughs> awesome so Being first generation, is any of your families or anything at all, parents, grandparents ever had cattle at all?
2: My mom used to, she used to live in California and she showed dairy cattle in California and she moved down here when she was 16 and they kind of left the dairy calves in California, so.
3: Um, my grandparents had an Angus ranch growing up, but my grandpa due to an accident had to sell all of them. And so, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, it's good to see that y'all are in it, even though it's uh, first generation and hopefully you just grow herds from there. Yes, sir. Uh, for people that don't know, um, tell us and, and maybe it's because, you know, we're over here on the East coast, but tell us a little about JBBA, uh, what it does and, and what JBBA does and its members for the breed and for the juniors.
2: So I'm a big believer in this organization. It's for not, it's phenomenal uh, to bring your family to it. We have sanctioned JBBA shows and that is open to any JBBA member through the age of six through 21. Um, and then, of course, we have our national show, which is what we like to call our calcation, where everyone comes together and has a lot of fun. Something that we do for the youth is we have an AI program where we sell uh, beefmaster semen at a discounted rate. For, I think it's $25 or straw, if I'm correct. And it, it just allows our members to better their herds and further their genetics.
3: Yeah, and to kind of piggyback off of what McKinsey said, um, it also focuses a lot on leadership and involvement, kind of like FFA and 4H. Um, at our national show and convention, we have contests like public speaking and skillathon and livestock judging. And it's just just other opportunities for youth to get involved within the association and better themselves as beef raisers and as individuals, no matter what career they're pursuing in the long run.
1: That's that's awesome. That's- always good to to see uh, a group like that happen Young young people better themselves and and prepare themselves for the future uh i guess this question is for starting off for you mackenzie uh since you're currently the president um mm-hmm. what are your plans for jba jbba over the next year and and uh can you kind of give us an idea what you got might have on your mind or
2: So my plans for JVVA is to teach the younger generations um, pretty much about leading with love and kind of being inclusive of everyone and teaching compassion in a way. My big thing is I want to be an inspiration along with my team for those younger generations, because for me growing up, I got into JVVA when I was nine years old, so I was about 10 years ago. And as long as I can remember, I wanted to be on the board and I wanted to be as cool as they were in their official dress or their red shirts. And now that I'm actually on it, my biggest goal is to show the younger generation that this is cool to be on and you want to be on it. It's a big family. And um, just just to show mostly. And uh, you know, like teach my board to be uh, inspiration and be kind and attentive attentive to everyone and. Uh, just kind of be a light for people and a place to go.
1: So I guess kind of piggybacking off of that, what is that one thing in particular you'd like to leave behind as you exit as president?
2: Yes, I definitely want to leave behind um, a legacy of kindness and uh, show love through like how Christ would. I really want to be a beacon for that. When people see our board, they're like, oh, those are good kids. Like, those, those kids right there, they're going to go places. They love the Lord. They're doing what they need to. They're kind to everyone.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to hear. You don't hear that it near anymore, what you wish you could. And it's great that you're wanting to do that. And, uh, I really hope that that happens. And, um, I think leading by example, that's really, that's really going to happen. And, um, being willing to even say it, you know, for, for everybody to hear that's, that's another thing is, is, you know, being outspoken about the Lord and, and the way that, the, you know, the way that he works and, and the way that we want to love like him. Um, you know, I guess, let, let me ask this. It's kind of a bouncing off that question. What, how many board members um, and what officers do you have as far as um, I know you got president, vice president, I guess a secretary.
2: Yes, we have your president, vice secretary, treasurer, and reporter. Okay. And I cannot remember how many total that we have. Um but I want to say it's about 21 ambassadors
0: included. Okay. I
2: think that sounds right. Yes.
0: I jumped off uh I jumped off the script, so I I, <laughs> I don't expect <laughs> you to know that off the top of your head. I was just kind of curious as to uh what you um what you had. Um Yes. Maggie, same questions for you. Um when if if you were to be able to because I know, how does the, well, let me ask this first. How does the process work if you've got two or three people running for president?
3: Um, so elections happen at our national convention. And so I'll kind of campaign there. and We do speeches and um, we can use a little bit of social media and just like go out and talk to people. And then we hold a general meeting and that's when elections happen. And then I think we find out at banquet McKenzie Crip. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you find
1: out at banquet. So you, you don't hold you hold big rallies and things like that, <laughs> like you see on TV. <laughs> uh,
3: no, sir, but I do get to put up posters. So hey, that's I good enough. Designing those.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it's fun. When I a high school and we did some of that, and uh, I was a secretary my senior year, and um, it was fun, kind of campaign, and I I enjoy. It. I know a lot of people don't enjoy that, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, but um. For you, Maggie, sort of the same questions, kind of going back to what we were asking Mackenzie, if you were able to become president um, when you do run, um, I I assume that's for the following year, but what what would be your plans for JBBA and what would you like to leave a legacy behind?
3: Yes, sir. So one thing that I really want to kind of focus on is community and then like, quote, growing your herd. And not just like within your cattle, but within the numbers of JBBA and getting kids involved, because we have a lot of kids who show and then they kind of taper off with all the other things that they're involved in. And I think we have an opportunity to open up a new door for students who are already in JBBA or wanting to enter the stock show world. One thing I've been talking with our adult committee about has been like setting up a application process to where you could earn a certificate to purchase a heifer. So it would be like a thousand dollar amount that would go towards buying an animal and then completing a project that would go into a competition to win a scholarship. And so I've been talking with some of our adult committee about it and they've been kind of reviewing and I've been getting feedback because one thing that I was involved in was the calf scramble programs that we have down here. And so I computed in Houston and Fort Worth and that's how I got involved at showing. Um, I am a newer member. Um, I've only been involved since my junior year in high school. Um, And so I don't have the same like relationship with a lot of the kids. I didn't get the chance to grow up with them and I didn't get the chance to grow up raising cattle. But I think there's a spot in JBBA for everyone. And so I think with like that program, we can really open it up to new members as well as existing students to keep them involved in the Beefmaster breed and kind of expand not only our numbers in JBBA and the numbers of cattle we have, but also just provide opportunities to students who wouldn't have it in general.
0: I really like the uh, idea you've got to um about buying a heifer because i mean let me make sure i say this right education is very important and scholarships are but it's equal it's it's very important also that we can get if if you can get someone to buy a heifer when especially when they're young that may not have been able to otherwise that may just spark you know what they need to start growing a herd
3: Oh, oh, yes, sir. 100%. Um, without the calf scramble program, my parents and I made a deal. And it was if I could buy my animal by myself, then they would help me throughout the long run. And so without the calf scramble certificates, I wouldn't be in the spot that I am and like showing has completely changed my course of life for the longest time. I said that I was going to go into the aerospace industry like my father and my grandfather and be a pilot and maybe even go into the Air Force Academy and now I'm down here at Texas A&M studying animal science cuz I want to stay in beef cattle production. So
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I think
3: I think it can definitely have impact.
0: <laughs> and it does and it does impact because it you know, we have to keep growing the breed for one, but we have to keep growing the cattle industry. Um, if not, because we, I mean, it's a growing demand every year for beef. So we always have to have more and there's gotta be ways to do it. And I think that's a great idea. Um, you're speaking of school. What are, what are y'all's plans after school? Do you have any, or I know you said you'd like to be in the beef industry. Do you have an idea of sort of what both of you would like to be doing?
3: Um, so I, for one, I'm not a hundred percent on what I want to do exactly, I know I would like to stay in the beef industry, whether it's seed stock or more commercial on feedlot side. Um, My goal is to eventually get my doctorate, and I haven't decided if I want to go like nutrition or reproduction and stay that, but I really like the world of academia and research, and so I kind of want to stay in that. But I'm currently double majored with agcom, and that's more just to help me communicate and then um help things on the side and make sure that i'm always doing my best to promote the agriculture industry and the beef cattle industry so that's kind of where i'm at right now but things could change i have a lot more years and a lot more school to figure
0: it out (laughs)
1: tennessee's always looking for some good agriculture agents (laughs) (laughs) it's not as hot up here either as it is in texas i think
0: you can put your
3: uh that might have me sold
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna put his promotion on uh The extensions here (laughs) (laughs) mackenzie what about you
2: um after school i plan to be a junior coordinator so it's kind of like what miss laurel kelly is doing for us right now she kind of runs the junior side of things um i have a deep love for this organization so i would love to stay in it but if not i definitely want to stay in american cattle like brahmin and so on but um those are my plans right now. They may pan out. They may not. <laughs> we'll
0: see. There's nothing wrong with changing. That's uh that's for sure. Um, so we've got nationals coming up, um, obviously, and there may not be there again, there may not be a ton of people, um, that know a lot about it. I know on the East coast, you don't hear much about it because we don't have any really anything for JBBA on the East coast. And I know a lot of that is because it's not as big as it is in the Midwest, uh, currently, so give us some information on nationals. I know you have already, but if there's anything else that you'd like to add, um, as far as just general information on what folks may need to know.
2: So our national show and convention is in Belton, July 15th through the 20th. And we host a lot of fun activities. We have our bread and known bull show. We have our bread and owned heifer show. We also have our, uh, uh Pair show, and the regular owned, like, owned heifer show, and um, showmanship contest, then we go into the other contests, which are more about yourself, and not about your cattle, I actually really do like, like, the public speaking contest, and then your skill and we go into, Maggie, um, you
3: there's, yeah, there's a marketing design contest, which I really like, it gives kind of students the opportunity to create something, the breed um, using their like digital skills and then we also have a quiz bowl i don't know if you said quiz bowl but that's where they take the finalist to skillathon and they get to compete in like a live kind of scenario and then we also have a professional development contest open for seniors so they get to compete in a mock job application and they submit their resume and a cover letter and then also go into a mock interview and so we kind of do that. And then there's also, I don't know if you mentioned that there's like a e six advancer show, which kind of helps with the commercial side and then tying in with our breed, like our beefmaster cross breeds. Um, and then it's just it's just a really good opportunity for exhibitors of all ages and not just from texas to compete at like a major stock show because we have a lot for our texas exhibitors they can compete in like the tech the houston youth show or the fort worth youth show um but for our out-of-state kids they can come in and compete with the best of the
1: best so sounds like you got plenty of activities for anybody that would want to Even if even if you didn't have cattle, sounds like you could come and and compete and and things like that. So it's it's a
2: busy week, but it's fun. And we even have activities for our younger kids that aren't JVA members. We call them our peewee group. And that's just about anyone. They come in and they color and they draw and we host. I think we have about three or four peewee activities during the week for about Mm -hmm. an hour, which keep our little ones occupied while the older while your brothers and sisters are running around
1: yeah it's good to bring them in let them let them see it too that way they'll be wanting to do it too when they get a little older well what's uh i guess kind of still talking about nationals uh what's what's your favorite thing about nationals
2: um my favorite thing about nationals is definitely the meet and greet uh we all get together everyone comes uh, it's mandatory and we get to meet a lot of new faces especially for our board it's really hard to go out and meet new people, especially at our major shows. When we're working the ring all day, we don't get to go and, you know, conversate with other people. So it's really nice to go out and meet all the new faces and even the old returning faces. Uh, At the meet and greet, we hold contests just to keep it fun for the kids. We serve popcorn and soda, drinks, lemonade, and we compete in contests. Like last year we did limbo, uh, we did musical chairs, And then I think our little kids played Duck, Duck, Goose while we played another game. And I can't remember what it is. But we also dressed up for our theme. Last year's theme was 80s retro. So, you know, we had like MC Hammer and we had the big hair and the Aquanet. We had the whole 10 yards. And that's my favorite time is to really get in with the kids and participate with the kids and learn about who they are and, you know, where they live. Oh, are you new or are you Returning, and just learn a lot about everyone there.
3: yeah, it's definitely the people that make nationals probably one of my favorite parts of the summer because like not only when you have the meet and greet, but even just being out in the barn and you never know who you're stalled next to, so it could be someone you've known for years or it could be a new face. and you just have every opportunity to talk to people and help people and just get to hear their stories, which is something that I'm a big advocate for. And then you get to make these connections when you're competing with them, because you're competing with them, you're competing against them, and you're all making each other better exhibitors and better people. And you see these faces then throughout the year. So when we're because board is required to work the show rings, at least the Texas majors, we can go and we can see them in the show ring and cheer them on and be able to be like, hey, how are you? Like as they're like walking out the gate and like giving them that extra, like, it's good to see you. Like, I'm glad you're here. Congratulations on all your successes. And you start seeing faces and it's just a really good opportunity to meet people and JBBA and nationals has like, let me meet some of my favorite people and some of my really good friends. And I think it opens up a door for everyone to do that.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And I love the fact of, you know, everybody's competitive right i mean it's just we are and especially at shows but what i keep hearing is we help each other we cheer each other on no matter what and i that's that's just really great because you don't get enough of that anymore in the world and to see young people especially when you get the real young ones you know they're they're a lot of them are just happy to be there you know they want to win but they're just happy to be there so it's it's pretty cool to see um how you go from competitive to let's cheer them on also
3: yes sir not only are we trying to improve our breed but we're trying to improve our kids and i think nationals really highlights that
1: that's awesome sounds sounds like it kind of at the end of the day we're all kind of in this together Mm
3: mm-hmm
0: It's hard enough as it is not to help each other. (laughs) That's right. Uh, What would you, so going, sticking with Nationals on these last couple of questions, what what would you all for maybe someone that's never been there before or that's real new, what would you recommend packing, uh, going to Nationals? Maybe just a couple real important things that you could think of.
2: So I wrote down a few things and people might think they're actually kind of funny, but I, I wish someone would have told me to pack these things. Um, the building that we have in Belton is air conditioned and it gets pretty cold in there. So go ahead and pack yourself a jacket for the barn. And even if you're wearing shorts and a t shirt pack yourself a jacket because you're going to need it in the barn. Uh, extension cords are also always needed. The outlets are kind of in the center of like the feed aisles. So to go ahead and pull them out a little bit farther helps. Uno cards are playing cards, the pastime, time. And when you meet new people, it's also fun to sit down with them and talk and you know play cards. I've enjoyed that a lot. And then bringing chairs to sit in is a big thing. And then a good pair of walking shoes because you're going to walk everywhere. The hotel is in a walking distance. It's gets you a good pair of walking shoes.
3: Uh, I definitely agree on the hoodie. Um, I have made the mistake. Multiple years of not bringing one and luckily JBBA has some that you can sell. So you can see everyone who forgot theirs because they're all wearing the same <laughs> brand new JBBA hoodie because it is actually like significantly colder than you would think in those barns. Um And then probably the biggest thing that I've forgotten to pack and needed has been zip ties like those really sturdy because you can use them for everything whether it's zip tie in a water bucket or an extension cord or even a panel to another panel the zip ties have came in handy and I have gotten chewed out by an ag teacher for not bringing them (laughs) um and then kind of to piggyback off of McKenzie chairs are definitely something that I would pack um especially those hammock ones because when you're not sitting around and playing you're trying to just recover from all of the busyness and get ready for the next contest. So sometimes it's nice to take five minutes and just curl up in a hammock chair and take a little nap and then get ready for the rest of the day because the days are really, really fun, but they also take up a lot of your time and energy. And so it's definitely nice to have a little five minute power nap in the chairs. Um, But those those are some things that I would bring. Sometimes an extra show stick is really good cuz you never know if you need someone to really quickly show one of your calves if you end up in a drive or if you end up in the same classes or even if you're practicing showmanship and you have a heifer kick one of your show sticks and it bends at a 30 degree angle so just kind of something like that
0: I kind of laugh as as y'all were saying each one of those things both of you were nodding to each other it's like yeah you need that you definitely need that so that's that's good um the last question that, that we really have for you tonight is what would you say, um, maybe a, a tip or two uh, to people? Like, what, as far as showmanship, what is your favorite showmanship tip that you would give someone?
2: So, my biggest thing for me when I would walk into the ring, um, my mom would go, Okay, stop getting so tense and relax. Like, you put off a totally different energy, your whole look, your demeanor, you just look so tight. The judge is going to want someone who's very confident and knows what they're doing. Um, The the saying we used to say in my family is show her like you stole her. Mm -hmm. So get in there and get going and be proud of what you have in your hands. Do the best you can. And then always, always, always congratulate the one who won, because if you were in their shoes, you would want the same in return and always be happy. Always.
3: I definitely I definitely agree with that. Um my mom has this little saying. It's basically the same thing as McKenzie is she would tell me breathe, but and face, because apparently I would like hunch over and just, <laughs> it was just a relax, fix your face and just remember to breathe because you're in there for a reason. You're in there with the best of the best and you're competitive with the best of the best. You're meant to be in that ring. And so you have to breathe and just Relax in the fact that you're supposed to be in that ring. And whether you're a type of person who likes to stare down the judge or just be happy to be there, it doesn't matter. You have to breathe because you know how to show your animal. It's your animal. It's no one else's. You're the one who's raised it. You're the one who's trained it. So sticker like, you know, my ag teacher used to say as we would walk in, show the crap out of her and never shop, st- never stop showing because when they're pulling heats and whatnot, you can go and shake your judge's hand, even if you don't get pulled for your heat and you walk out still showing because you never know. I've seen it happen multiple times as a kid's walking out and they didn't stop showing and they get pulled to go into finals, right. As they're in the gate. And so you never know what could happen. So never stop showing is definitely a big one.
0: Well, and that's another thing is, you know, never get discouraged, which is the same, same as what you said there, but you know, cause like you said, you never know. I mean, they may pull you out after you walk out of the arena. Um, and it's a mm-hmm. blessing to be there anyways. So just be happy and, and, um, just have fun and, and be around your friends. Yes, sir.
3: Any day in the show is a good
0: day. That's, how it. I think
3: of it. <laughs>
0: That's exactly right. Well, again, we really appreciate y'all's time coming on this evening. Um, I know y'all got a lot going on, um, as everybody. So, it's really appreciated that y'all come on. I always try to keep, or we always try to keep JBBA on this show because it's one of the most important things in this breed, in my opinion. Um, and that's making sure that folks know about JBBA, know what's going on, um, and you know, just kind of stay up to date. So we really appreciate y'all coming on.
1: Yeah, we well, thank you. I mean, y'all gave a lot of good advice. I mean, somebody new in this, might we looking at JBBA? They got they got a lot to listen to and learn from y'all and hopefully that uh, they'll come out and see y'all in a few weeks at the at the nationals and you want to join or or something like that but y'all y'all did a really good job I'm impressed
3: yes sir well thank y'all for all y'all do for our breed and thank you for having us we're super excited to be here
2: yes thank you so much for having us it's a it's a great opportunity we appreciate it
0: yeah thank you mm-hmm. very much and um This, uh, when this episode comes out, I think we'll get a lot of listens and I think we'll get a lot of, uh, positive reviews here. So again, we really appreciate it and we'll see everybody on the next episode. Have a good one.
2: You too. Thanks.
0: Well, we want to thank everybody for listening to the Beefmaster Banner podcast. Uh, please know that we are on Apple podcast, Spotify, and we are on YouTube. Just search Beefmaster Banner. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We love hearing from you. Um, And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.